Welcome back to another episode of Immune to the System. Wow, this is our 10th episode. And today is Tuesday, January 18th, 2022. The 10th episode brought to you by Lila Hart. And Eric Abenante and Pfizer. Oh, Pfizer too? Yeah, they're a sponsor. I don't want to be getting paid by them. I mean, you know what? We just got a, a deal with them. I mean, that's why we have those commercials by Pfizer and throughout the show. I mean, they're great. I mean, no one's no one's been fined more for uh, illegal activities in their industry or in any industry. I mean, that's pretty cool. No one's killed more. That's pretty cool. Well, you could say they're killers in their industry. Absolutely. Of all industries. Killing the game. Straight so, up. We want to say hi to you know people who are watching. That's a you know tradition that we do. So what's up, Prob Joe? What's up, Albert Burla, Pfizer CEO? Hi, Brittany. Hey, Bill Gates. What up? Okay, that's awesome, Eric. Yeah, it's great. People, uh, great people are watching. We got fans everywhere. It's amazing. Fans all over the world. Uh, so um, we decided. Th- we keep we keep seeing these stories in the news, so I guess I guess it's a recurring segment until the world gets well, better. Well, you know what? It's important to talk about the place that we just left. I mean, I hear these yeah. stories happening in Los Angeles, and it just makes me more and more grateful that we are filming in our home in Dallas, Dallas, Texas, where it's safe. God bless Texas. I'm safe at home because out there in LA. There's people getting murdered at the bus stop. This 70-year-old woman who was a nurse for 38 years at a hospital in Los Angeles was literally brutally attacked by what they say is a homeless man, and she did not survive. They had to take her to the hospital that she served at for 38 years, and she died, and she was 70 years old, 70 years old, and still working at this hospital. What is going on, Los Angeles? You're out here just letting the homeless run buck wild. They're running buck wild, Eric, like zombies. Instead, they're just murdering people. I mean, I swear we just talked about the woman who was murdered at the furniture store by the homeless man that just wanted to stab her to death. Yeah, another. We got a 24 year old and a 70 year old. Multiple homeless people killing good citizens who are just trying to work hard in their society but not in los angeles that is not happening i mean there is no law and order left in los angeles i mean we've had various experiences there i mean we we're we're pro cop in general but not if they aren't doing anything they're just chilling there. you know what and not if they are arresting people for the wrong reasons honey did you see that uh an NYPD and bubblegum shrimp refused uh, to allow a disabled woman to eat at their restaurant, and then they had the police arrest her. It's because she didn't show her papers, I mean, her proof of vaccination. Yeah, this is what it's getting to in these big cities, you know, in Texas and, you know, other free countries like, I'm not kidding you, uh, Russia and brazil (laughs) and these places that we used to talk crap on in terms of safety and human rights they're the ones who 
can walk outside and go into a store and not have any requirements. Meanwhile, we are just arresting people left and right. For going into Bubba Gump Shrimp. And she <laughs> and it, she didn't show her papers. I mean, maybe she was. It was just taking her a while because she's in the wheelchair. Okay. Aaron, I mean, you guys are haters. A, that's a little ableist to just... Well, it probably might have been. It takes me longer to discern. Well, have you have you never <laughs> had shrimp? Like, it gets on your fingers, and then you have to, like, clean your fingers off with some napkins. And, you know, it could it could have easily taken her a while. But, I mean, ha- you know, we. I think the people who are enforcing these mandates need to understand. You know, how are you on the good side of history? You're holding people back uh, in wheelchairs from eating shrimp because they won't show their papers. You're putting a obedience diaper on kids so that they can go to school. I mean, you are preventing certain people from having surgeries that they need to save their lives, all because they won't inject themselves with an experimental gene therapy. Oh, it's disgusting. Did you see that uh, AOC got COVID? Um, did you want to read her statement? Yes. Okay. She provided a statement. Let me pop it up here. Via Twitter. I mean, via Instagram. And uh, you can see the you can see the picture where she is uh, curled up like a shrimp, ironically. It's in the last story. This is just beautiful. I'm gonna read it to you, AOC, and she writes, "Welp, so it happens. Got COVID, probably Omicron. As of today, I am thankfully recovered and wrapping up quarantine." But COVID was no joke. For a while, I've noted the term mild is misleading when the bar is hospitalization and death. Even quote-unquote mild cases can result in long COVID, which includes a range of conditions like cognitive impairment, POTS, and chronic fatigue. This isn't to be a downer and to induce fear, just a reminder that we need to be careful. N95s in crowded indoor spaces like stores. And if you do get it, it's key for you to care for yourself and rest. The idea of forcing people to work just five days after symptoms start is sociopathic and 100% informed by a culture that accepts sacrificing human lives for profit, margins as a fair trade. The good news is that we have an antidote. Community. If you've noticed, much of the emphasis of media conversations on COVID are individualistic. Wear a mask, get vaccinated to protect yourself, go back to work even with symptoms because you're fine, even if you're not. And while some of these recommendations are good, like getting a vaccine and wearing masks where appropriate, the motivations for them shouldn't just be selfish. It should also be because you actually give a damn about other people, our disabled neighbors, our co-workers who haven't said and shouldn't feel obligated to say they're immunocompromised, etc. It's truly bizarre to me that giving a shit about other people is polarizing political stance, but my dad used to say that life makes you repeat lessons until you learn them. And if there's one lesson I think we as a country are repeating until we learn, it's that community and collective good is our best shot through our greatest challenges. 
way more than discorded acts of rugged individualism and the bootstrap propaganda we've been spoon-fed since birth. Individualism is inadequate for planetary forces like climate change or global pandemics, pandemics, no less societal ones like healthcare, economic, inequality, inequity, <laughs> and racism. But we, as a collective, can confront them. In a world of means, let's build team we. Anyways, that's enough for today. Stay healthy and blessed, and let's keep building love and solidarity. AOC. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> uh, tremendous reading. Dramatic. Amazing. So wonderful. I mean. I, what poetry. Yeah, I mean. You I mean, she you really know. took us on a ride there, didn't she? She really took us on a nice, sweet ride. I was like, wow, this bitch is sick. This is She's what. She's sick. And she want team. We are heading into communism. That's what this is. This is communism. Fuck you. Fuck your individual rights. Fuck your freedom. Bend over. Take in the ass four times at least because Omicron is probably what I had. But thank God for the vaccines. I'm bending over. Peace. Solidarity. AOC. Communism. Get your shots. I mean, you make a good point. She just assumed the um, gender or the identity of the virus. How do you know if it's Omicron? Did you ask its pronouns? You know, I mean, it's terrible. You know what? It was just so horrible to the point where mild. I cannot believe we're even using the word mild. We should literally say life-threatening 99% death rate. It's dangerous when you see I that on salsa. I survived. I am AOC. I am a COVID survivor. Yeah, mild. Oh, it's the mild's the worst word ever. Yeah, I, you know, the, she, she, and then the other thing is she was, she mentioned all these people she's helping, including the disabled. And the previous story we just did, AOC, was in your own state. A disabled person can't even get bubble gum shrimp. So shut up about, oh, you're helping the disabled. That ain't my neighbor. That was not my neighbor. I only help one disabled person, and that is my neighbor. She should have got El Marisco's at a taco truck, and then she would have been good. Exactly. Yeah, it's terrible. I These, you know, the, the rules for thee but not for me situation her she she got to go to florida all these republicans and all of these folks who were anti-shutdown are the same people who weren't wearing masks who forced us to shut down in the first place shutdowns are not an inevitability it's not something that we want to do it's not something that anybody wants to do i want to see my family i haven't seen my family in a year like many of you all I want, to say, I want to be able to visit my friends without being scared. And I want to be able to hang out with my friends when it's cold outside and not have to be outside. You know, all of that 
Nobody wants a shutdown. But the same people who are now like, oh, anti-shutdown, we can't shut down, like blah, 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 were the same people who weren't wearing masks, who forced the caseloads to be so high that we had to uh, shut down areas to begin with. So if you're anti-shutdown, you better to have been wearing a mask all damn year because don't come to me and say you're anti-shutdown when you're spreading COVID all over the place, potentially. And so I don't just say that about everyday people, but our elected officials, because you all, you know, for the science and for the studies and for everything to reach mass understanding for, for just the public, that takes a while. But as elected officials, our job is to be first in modeling responsible behavior, the first. That's our job. And because I can't ask you to wear a mask if I'm not wearing a mask. I can't ask you to take a vaccine if I'm not willing to take a vaccine. Creepy weirdos. That is how Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is describing Republicans who are attacking her for taking a New Year's trip to Florida with her boyfriend. She responded to one critic saying, quote, if Republicans are mad, they can't date me. They can just say that instead of projecting their sexual frustrations onto my boyfriend's feet, you creepy weirdos. To be honest, I think it's a false yeah, positive. That's a story to get people uh, wanting tests and, you know, wanting to, you Who know. poses for a photo op while you're sick? You're like, hey, here's me curled up. Does a big blanket with my hair in a bun make me look sick? I mean, her symptoms were so mild, she still wrote a novel. Instead of, you know, doing her job as a congresswoman, she wrote a whole novel on Instagram. Dear God. That, that took forever. But, yeah, I mean... It's because her therapist prescribed her Zoloft and Adderall. Do you think the boyfriend was sitting there and he he had to, like, proofread it and, like, um, like help her with the wording the whole time? Oh, yeah, she probably screamed at him, too. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's a, it's a sad situation over there. With you don't understand. This is for my career. <laughs> Bernie's going to call. He's my friend. We do talk on the phone sometimes because we're friends like that. Even though it's hard to get him on the phone a lot now that he uh, took the money and uh, sold out his fans. And uh, he's in that mansion. He's got he's got multiple yeah. houses now. Just a, just a side been, note. I've been there because <laughs> I'm his friend. I'm AOC. Are you saying that you've been to my house? Yeah, because we're friends and we talk on the phone. Oh yeah, we, we we do a great job of taking all the money so that we can have multiple houses, just like the BLM uh the BLM founder uh, Carlos. Exactly. Why can't they just? Anyways. Yeah, you know. But yeah, it's you know it's there's a situation there. With, you know, AOC, you see it all over the place. Like, you know, Boris Johnson, the, the, the you know, prime minister of England, he's in trouble right now for having a party while everyone's locked down. And it's like, how God, are these people are so hypocrites? Well, people have to wake up to the fact that you have these mandates. These people don't. You think on a private jet, they're wearing a mask. You're, you're a fool for thinking that, you know, and, uh, oh, yeah. It's funny. That actually gets us to our next topic. Um, The Supreme Court just ruled on mask mandates. 
um, for a plane, and mm. they say it's it's allowed. And the case was brought up by a four-year-old autistic boy. So take that, kid. Mm. You still have to wear a thing that doesn't even work. Oh, man. It just sucks how they, they really just normalize this so well that people are like, oh, planes, that makes sense. Hospital, that makes sense. When it's like up until 2020, we didn't have to do any of this. We never had to do any of this. And there was no issues. There was no problems. People were okay. In fact, if a surgeon... I or, haven't been and, sick in two years. I feel amazing. I feel so yeah. healthy. This is... And I guess that's what's painful too. To feel healthy, mentally, physically strong, but then to be constantly bombarded by the media and the news saying, you're sick, you're sick, and this cold, mild, it's going to kill you. You're going to be on a ventilator. In fact, if you don't think right, we're just going to put you on a ventilator so you can think like us. It's just fifty nine percent of Democrats want to put you in a camp uh, and then inject you if you don't uh, agree with us. Yeah, I mean, Eric, it's that's what's painful is to think that I'm in my thirties. I'm thirty. Wow, and I feel healthier than ever. I feel still stronger than ever. I'm in the best relationship of my life. That's right. I, I I'm not about this communism lifestyle. No, I'm about everybody should go after their dreams and have a shot at life. But you have to work hard. You shouldn't just be given stuff. How are you going to appreciate anything? Because when you're in a communism type world, then they start controlling you a lot more. And now you have to wear a slave mask to get on a plane. Even though if you saw even a surgeon come into your, uh, you know, to your like convenience store with a mask on, pre-2019 you would have thought this person was a germaphobic insane person or something was uh extraordinarily wrong and that's what it is that's what the mask does it does something to you subconsciously too where you see a person in the mask it's like yo that's scary when i go to walmart and i see half people in masks half other people not in masks i'm like uh this is definitely an experiment because one half of these people is fucking nutty and guess what it's the perfect experiment because the other half also thinks that about the other one yeah and uh they what they don't understand is we're the ones who are we're fighting for your rights actually it's a right for freedom baby we 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 can't live under this tyranny speaking of tyranny we got to play your clip and get to the land down under a land of tyranny australia they are a day ahead of us, and that is our future if we don't speak up and do something about this now. Yeah, so... Play your clip, honey. Bam. Next Friday, pubs, clubs, restaurants, and cafes will only be allowed to have vaccinated staff and customers on site. Can I just say to those people who have chosen not to get vaccinated, it's time to give a damn about someone other than yourself. There will be a territory-wide lockout from 1pm today until noon Monday. From noon Monday, we will commence a vaccine pass system in the territory. Also, only residents and essential workers may enter excluded communities in the Northern Territory and they must have a negative rat 
on the day of entry. I will now go through each of these decisions. First, the lockout. The fully vaccinated can continue as they were. For people who are not vaccinated, lockdown rules will apply to everyone 16 and above. If you are not fully vaxxed, stay home. You are at greater risk of catching COVID, becoming ill and needing hospital care. You may only leave home for three reasons. Medical treatment, including COVID testing or vaccination. For essential goods and services like groceries, power tokens, medications. To provide care and support to a family member or person who cannot support themselves. You cannot travel more than 30 kilometers from your home when leaving for one of the three reasons or the nearest practical destination. If you need to go to the hospital and it's more than 30 kilometers from your home, that's okay. The only three reasons, there, sorry, there are only three reasons to leave the home now, not five. Work is not a reason to leave the home for the unvaccinated. The chief health officer has also determined that restriction of movement is critical right now and that one hour of exercise for the next four days is not essential. Remember, these restrictions only apply to those who are not fully vaccinated. There has been plenty of time for people to get vaccinated. People who are not vac fully vaccinated present the greatest risk of spreading the virus and are the most at risk of becoming seriously ill if they get the virus. In Western Australia, January 31st, the unvaccinated will be banned from pretty much all of life, including hospitals. They will not be allowed oh to go to hospitals. Oh my gosh, wow. And, the insanity, complete insanity. And uh, we've already covered the Northern Territory doing the same thing. And uh, Victoria, another province doing even worse because they have a much more urban population. New South Wales or North South Wales, uh, probably New South Wales. That that the NSW they have maybe the craziest restrictions with uh they used to have Gladys in the situation over there. It's terrible what's going on. You know what else I was just thinking about and just just came to me right now. People who are getting murdered in LA are getting murdered in these big cities where their COVID lockdowns are so strong. It's like they're also war casualties because that's also part of the plan is to make people go crazy. I've lost so many people to suicide because this isolation is not normal. We as human beings, we need to be amongst people. We need to be talking. We need to be sharing ideas. We need to be expressing. We need to be able to have these conversations. And communism takes away conversations. It cuts that out. You're not allowed to have conversations. You're not allowed to have debates. You're not allowed to come to the truth through debate. Related to what you're saying, because I think all that is true, what do you think of the Supreme Court Justice um, Sotomayor um, being upset at Gorsuch for not wearing a mask to the point where she was so upset that she said that she had to work remote when they were doing deliberations? Like, I mean, well, do you, you think that what? affects their ability to have conversations like you were saying? Absolutely. But you know what? If you want to be at home and you're so scared of people in mass or you don't want to be out in the world without your mask on, then just stay home. Seriously. Because if you're that afraid of this damn virus and you're going out in a mask anyways, you should just stay home, Eric. You know it's what? It's crazy I to me that... We're like, okay, we're in such a pandemic. 
This was two weeks to slow this thread, turn into two years. We are now in World War III. It's a war for your mind. It's a war where you are lining up voluntarily to get triple injected. And now a fourth injection for the Omicron is about to be let out and people are going to line up and get it. They're going to line up and get it. Well, I will say one thing about uh, Sotomayor. At least she's admitting that the shot doesn't work. You know, because she's afraid. No, the shots don't work. She's the afraid without a mask. The shots are killing people. And that's the, that's the shittiest part about it is like, you know, I, I hate to be that person that's going to be like, I told you so. And I never want to be like that to people like, oh, I told you so. But this is what's going to happen. And you need to wake up to it now so you're not so shocked and surprised. But it, these things are coming true. I didn't just pack up my whole life out of Los Angeles right at the beginning of my like career really starting to take off and being in the LA Times and performing in front of 800 people. I didn't just pick up my life and move to Texas because everything was going dandy there. No, LA is under complete tyranny you have to show paperwork to perform to enter buildings to work in buildings to work at different places and society there has just completely accepted that you have to be vaccinated to audition to be in different tv roles and movie roles so it's like i don't even care to be famous or to to get these photo shoots or to get these commercials that i see my friends in la be, being quote unquote successful and, and and landing and it's like is it really that successful if you're mandated to get three shots in order to participate you're cutting out such a huge portion of people who would normally be participating which is myself yeah and uh, all the deaths and all the cases rise sharply after they roll out these shots you know they're all sudden suddenly died and coincidences you know though so nothing to see here folks yeah i i really agree i mean just like you said we don't want to be the people who said i told you so but are you going to wake up by episode 10 or by episode 100 we're going to be here for it either way i mean because we will never stop speaking about this we will keep talking we'll keep living our lives and doing our best to stay happy and to stay driven and to stay creative because that's also part of it too is they want to suck our attention away have us living in fear have us living in isolation to where we're not creating and we're actually just slowly waiting to die you know they're they're you're getting hooked on these shots like heroin yeah and you look at israel like you briefly mentioned earlier they're rolling out their second booster their fourth shot and after they had rolled out their vaccination program they had a major spike in cases and deaths and they are they seem to be as weak of, of a country as they've ever been. It's very scary to see. I mean, you know, if you look at the Palestinians who are in the exact same area, but in, you know, just generally the worst areas with worse access to food and resources and water, and they're doing so much better than their Israeli counterparts of all the money and medical science and sophistication in the world. So... You look at Israel, I mean, the Palestinians were like, damn, we just had to wait and watch, and they would destroy themselves. It's incredible what the Israelis are doing to themselves, destroying their immune system shot after shot after shot. And the WHO even came out and said, oh, uh, these boosters are killing children. They they came out. I have a video of that. Do you, can you play it? Yes. 
rather than as we see some countries are using to give boosters to kill children, which is not right. No country can boost its way out of the pandemic. And boosters cannot be seen as a ticket to go ahead with the planned celebrations. And I mean, they thought there were multiple like fact checks. Oh, he didn't say that. No, he said that and he confirmed it. He, and you can hear him say that boosters are killing children. They are. And so, and that's like their official way. Their, that's their official mission statement on that. So, you know, and so it, we have gotten to the point where across the world you're seeing major issues. Like, and then these countries that handle it really well, Mexico, Sweden, India, they're handing out ivermectin. And they just took away all their requirements, including, oh, you have to have, like, a negative test. They've taken all that away. They have all their freedoms. They're doing great. And they are easily outpacing us as a country. And this is a designed collapse of our country. Wow. Do you have a Fauci clip for us? Yeah, I do, actually. So, gain of function for those who don't. Play the clip. Bam. Now, there are some disagreements, and we've heard them in the broad discussion in those months that went from the time of the moratorium until now. There's disagreements as to the scientific and or public health value of these experiments. But I believe the people who feel that they shouldn't be conducted are in the minority. Because even the most concerned members of NSABB felt that the experiments should be done, but the distribution of the knowledge should be restricted. Gain of function, uh, as you can, if you need a quick reminder, is just juicing up viruses to make them more lethal and more transmissible. So you're adding something to the virus that wasn't there. Bam. Gain of function was performed on this coronavirus. Um, one of the pieces of gain of function that was on this virus was it, four pieces of the AIDS glycoprotein 120 that Fauci has patents on. Another piece of gain of function that has been on there um, is just a cleavage site to even in, so that the protein, the spike protein could even be on there. But the main thing with gain of function is we have funded most of China's studies uh, on gain of function. We have funded most of the world's uh, you know, studies on gain, gain of function. And it can be dangerous because you're taking these viruses and you're making them more lethal. And their argument is, oh, we need to create a vaccine for this disease. And it's like, well, this disease wouldn't exist without you creating it. And this is them even admitting that, hey, you know, there is this conflict of interest of should we do it? Should we not do it? Most of us say that we should be doing this. And it, oh, it's, a, it's a very slim minority of people who say we shouldn't be doing gain of function here at the NIH and NIAID. So I thought it was pretty interesting that Fauci said that, considering he said to Rand Paul in numerous ways that they didn't do gain of function. And, and then he's going to try and skip around it by saying, oh, technically the definition of it, blah, blah, blah. It's so clear what we did, and he was caught, and he needs to cover his butt. And this cover is a, his ass. This is his way of doing so. And so it's it's just like like for instance in Canada, they admitted that eighty seven percent of the cell phones were being tracked to you it's for for COVID. They didn't explain how that worked. They said it was like a contact tracing thing, but it's like 
that doesn't really explain why you need to track all the phones. That's a little nuts. And so... Oh, Eric, I mean, COVID's just a cover-up for them to put out more control, track us, introduce us to vaccine passports, One global government. ID, all that exciting stuff to be in a new world order under communism. What a joy, what a joy. Well, honey... Well, I, I just want to end it on this. Yes. I mean, you know... You know, it's very interesting to see this phenomenon of people getting sick from a vaccine that has a disease that has 99 point whatever percent survival rate. But now that they get sick, they will say, oh, well, the vaccine saved me. And so. Oh, yeah, you have that other brilliant clip. Please play it. So, boom. And I just, I find it ironic that no matter what, I mean, he's just a myriad of examples of people who get sick and they will thank the vaccine instead of thanking their own immune system. It's your... Oh, um, it's science. It's Daddy Fauci. Thank you, Daddy Fauci. You saved me. Science. Could you imagine performing a 99.97% task and then crediting Pfizer? Instead of yourself for doing that yes, task. Yes, I could imagine it because I'm seeing it happen. Okay, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. But yeah, that that's the main thing. You know, you, you, you got to give yourself credit and you got to trust yourself. It's actually not that scary. And like Lila's saying, that's a psyop to destroy your immune and system you, by stressing you. Yeah, yeah, stressing you out. Yeah. So get rest, drink water, enjoy part- yourself, participate in your life, in the real world, in the universe. <laughs> yeah, not the metaverse. And you know what? Speak out because you'll feel a lot better than if you hold it in. You know, once you speak out, you know, you'll lose a lot of guilt. And at least you'll know that, hey, I was fighting the globalists. And as they're trying to create one global government that will control everybody and make sure that we have slave labor level rights. Well, at least, you know, you fought against that. Yeah, we're fighting against and we're speaking up. And we're going to live long, beautiful lives for generations to come. The war is not over. And episode 10, I mean, you know, we've we've done a bunch of different things together. And this is, this is really fun to do. This has been great. We'll see you guys tomorrow night for episode 11. Appreciate you guys. Immune to the system. Stay immune. That's right. It was brought to you by Pfizer.
brought to you by Pfizer. Rhode Island's Attorney General announced a major settlement today with drug company Pfizer amounting to nearly $43 million nationwide. The state's accused Pfizer of misleading people about antibiotic Zyvox and for promoting painkiller Lyrica for off-label uses. Eleven children were killed and several more injured when Pfizer tested out a drug called Troven on 200 children. Pfizer agreed to pay $75 million in compensation in 2009. Pfizer has agreed to pay a $345 million settlement over antitrust claims related to the EpiPen price hikes. Pharmaceutical giant Pfizer has been charged by the Securities and Exchange Commission with making improper payments to government officials in China, Croatia, Kazakhstan, and a series of other nations in exchange for laxer regulations and quick formulary approvals. Whistleblower David Franklin said the company deceived doctors about its anti-seizure drug Neurontin and illegally promoted it for other uses. The Pfizer company pleaded guilty and agreed to a settlement of $430 million. Pfizer has paid some of the largest fines in the industry after promising to stop marketing drugs for off-label uses in 2004. Just two months ago, its pharmacy and Upjohn unit agreed to plead guilty to promoting a drug approved only for the relief of arthritis and menstrual discomfort, now for treating all kinds of acute pain. Now for this, Pfizer has to pay the largest criminal fine in U.S. history, $1.19 billion. A historic settlement with Pfizer Incorporated relating to Pfizer's allegedly illegal promotion of various drugs, most notably Bextra. Pfizer has agreed to pay $2.3 billion, the largest health care fraud settlement in the history of the Department of Justice. Pfizer owns a company named Pharmacia Corporation, which owns another company called Pharmacia and Upjohn LLC, which owns Pharmacia and Upjohn Company LLC, which in turn owns Pharmacia and Upjohn Company Incorporated. What does Pharmacia and Upjohn Company Incorporated do? Nothing. It's a shell created to be a legal shield for Pfizer. In other words, if Pfizer was at risk of being convicted, the shell company would take the hit. It was brought to you by Pfizer. Great day for science. It is a great day for humanity. When you realize that... Uh, your vaccine has a 90% effectiveness, I think we can see light at the end of the tunnel. If someone has had two doses uh, of your vaccine, do you consider them fully protected against any variant that we're currently aware of? For what we know so far, we haven't seen any indication that uh, the current vaccinated people with the two doses are not protected uh, compared to the South African or the Brazilian or the UK variant. Uh, and we know that um, the three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. The three doses with a the booster, they offer reasonable protection against hospitalization and deaths. Uh, uh, in, in, against deaths, I think, very good. Um, and less protection against uh, infection. Now, we are working on a, on a new version of our vaccine, the 1.1, let me put it that way, that uh, will cover Omicron as well.